So thank you all for being here. Thank you all for participating in this, uh, this special interactive service we've got going. And thank you all to, the, uh, to our worship associates and our musicians and everybody who's helped out. This is really the culmination of uh, some, some hard work. We've been re-envisioning the way we do worship together. We've been re-envisioning the way we incorporate our uh, living generations into services. I want to think about that, that reading from the great Rabbi Kushner. You are a messenger from the Most High. When you present your peace, which is worthless to you, to another, whether you know it or not, whether they know it or not, you are a messenger from the Most High. Okay, so by a show of hands, who here knows what it's like to feel lonely? Who here has a memory of some time in your life when you felt left out of something special? Now, our monthly theme is in this October is belonging. What does it mean to belong? Was it, what does it mean to fit in? Simply to be a part or to play a role? As symbolized today in our physical puzzle piece we all have. Everybody has a puzzle piece, right? Do we need, does anyone need one? Good about that. Our physical puzzle pieces what parts of each other's story do we help to tell? And what do others inspire in us? This need to belong, to be, to be part of something bigger than oneself, is really a universal experience across all of life, not just human life, but all of life. Life is made up entirely by individuals who exist only in relationship. Even the most isolated life form is dependent upon other life in some way. Now, contemporary educator and social scientist Margaret Wheatley says, quote, Life takes form as individuals that immediately reach out to create systems of relationships. These individuals and systems arise from two seemingly conflicting forces the absolute need for individual freedom and the unequivocal need for relationship. The absolute need for individual freedom and the unequivocal need for relationship. Now we seek these related but conflicting needs from our earliest navigation of our family of origin, throughout our lives, at school, at work, in every social setting we encounter. We struggle with wanting to fit into a group but still be seen as and act like an individual. And those in power of our government, our economy, our industry are all too aware of this tension and they try their best to exploit it. Advertising, in particular, is guilty of this. All products are touted as either something you must have in order to fit in, 
or something you must have in order to stand out. Don't be the last one in your neighborhood to discover the power of our special grass seed blend, or don't be part of the crowd, drink Dr. Pepper, and exclaim your individuality. Modern corporate culture, like competitive team sports, stresses the importance of adhering to a collective organizational purpose while lifting up the individual achievement by pitting colleagues against one another for year-end bonuses and employee of the month accolades, both of which distract, by the way, from the fact that in most for-profit corporations, the few leaders at the top are the true individual beneficiaries of organizational success. But thankfully, there is still one place, at least in society, where these needs of belonging and autonomy might be in slightly better balance, where individuals might come together and work with one another for the common good. Anyone want to guess where that is? Church. At church, right here. In churches and religious institutions, say some religious institutions all across the world, people are finding a place to be themselves and to belong. Liberal religion in general and Unitarian Universalism in particular is especially good at this. As we do not require adherence to a certain set of beliefs or creed, for someone to belong. Likewise, we celebrate the importance of the individual's contribution to the collective wisdom of any group, while affirming the democratic process and the recognition that while no individual perspective may be left out, it is the collective vision that drives the organization and the movement forward. <clears throat> In no other regular meeting place in America today do we have all the living generations participating. Now, our, as we heard, our, uh, our current membership includes a less than three-week-old baby and the more than 100-year-old Joyce Stahlberg, who celebrated her 100th birthday a couple weeks ago, and all the ages in between. And we all belong. We come voluntarily to this church, committed in some way to the understanding that in so doing, we are part of something greater than ourselves, but still adhering to our individual conscience, experience, and wisdom. By coming of our own free will, choosing to engage in the dialogue and exchange of ideas present here, we are exercising our autonomy and our individual wills. We struggle, of course, in welcoming all who would be part of our community. We are constantly learning about different identities and how our position and time and space and circumstance affects the way we all experience the world. But it is in this struggle that we all begin, at least, to belong. As contemporary social scientist Dr. Brené Brown reminds us, true belonging is the spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self 
with the world and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone in the wilderness. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be fully who you are. End quote. And in so doing here in this community, might we continue to affirm and accept, share and learn from the others in this room and in this faith. We all have many pieces to the puzzle. Some are our own, some belong to others. All are essential to completing the puzzles of our lives. And again, we cannot do this alone, but none can do it without us. So we will now be helping each other complete our puzzles. Now, everyone has a puzzle piece. Each piece is labeled with a number on the back. Now this corresponds to the number of the puzzle your piece belongs to. We have two tables set up here in the sanctuary. Puzzles one and two will be assembled in the front. Puzzles three and four will be assembled in the rear of the sanctuary. So as you're comfortable, we're gonna play some music. As you're comfortable, please make your way to the table that corresponds with your puzzle pieces number and begin working to put the pieces together. Um, if you are unable or unwilling to move from your seat, please do find someone near you um, who can take your piece forward. I'm going to invite our worship associates to assist as needed. And um, we're going to begin with our puzzle exercise. you to find your, your seats again. How, how was that? Fun? Did you, run into, did you run into any problems? What was that? There was a missing piece, but you found it. How did you find the missing piece? Okay, so you did kind of figure out a little, little bit of the trick of the exercise. One piece in each puzzle was mislabeled, and that we hoped would get people to talk with one another and figure out where the missing piece was. And I can tell from the two up here, and assuming from the two back there, that we all figured that out. So really well done. Thank you all. This this exercise did hopefully help illustrate the importance of individual contribution and collective dialogue and reminded us again that all of us truly do belong. May it be so. Blessed be and amen.